0: back double teamed fam how are we doing today it's june yeah so um. <laughs> obviously y'all know that i freaking love aviation and i love top gun and if you haven't seen top gun maverick let me just say sprint to the movie theater to watch it please sprint two funny stories regarding that. So I matched with the aerial coordinator from mm. the movie on Bumble. And like, I didn't know this when I matched with him. We were just like talking randomly about aviation. He added me on Instagram and I added him back. And then like, I saw him post like him at like the premieres and everything. And I was like, oh, wow. So he's been a little busy. We were like trying to meet up. I mean, it was like a month or two ago he was super busy with all their premieres and whatnot and now I reached out to him again to see if he wants to meet up and so we might try to do that but anyways I just thought that was funny because like I went to go watch the movie with my more consistent partner and I'm watching the credits roll and it's the guy that I matched with on Bumble so how did you remember that though and like or even like think to look for that because I would have just been like oh the credits time to go well no because I, I I saw that on his Instagram that he posted that all the stuff so anyways so i thought that was funny a and then b actually one of the other actors in the movie i had worked with him previously like in my normal job um so that was kind of cool and then c last story this was like from my way past but like when i was watching this movie it reminded me of that the bar scene so i remember i was like probably 20 my husband who was my boyfriend at the time, was in pilot training because, you know, he was a pilot in the Air Force. So on the weekends, we would go like out in Oklahoma City to the bars and whatnot. And I remember one time we were at this burlesque bar in Oklahoma City and I'm at the bar paying my tab and I'm waiting there and there are these two guys to my right. And one of them looks over at me and he puts his arm around his friend and he goes, hey, did you know this guy's a fighter pilot? And I'm like... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes by that do you mean he flies t-38s <laughs> and both of their jaws just hit the floor and i'll and the guy goes most girls don't usually know that and i was like yeah my boyfriend flies tankers in the air force so i knew that a t-38 is a trainer airplane not what you would necessarily call a fighter airplane, like an F 16 or an F 18 or 15 or whatever. So, that will forever be one of my most favorite stories in relation to aviation. I, they're like, just the look on their faces, they're both like, What? <laughs> Usually this works, dude. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm the kind of pilot that will like tell people, you know, like, I'm a pilot, but maybe I am. I don't know. Am I? I'm going to preface with this with saying that, like, now that I don't have my airplane anymore since I sold it, I don't fly as often and it makes me sad. Um, Obviously, my pilot card has not been revoked, but I am not current. So I got to go get a new medical because mine expires in July. I need to go get IFR current, which is instrument ratings. I need to go get landings and night current. Yeah, and which, one's the, current. which one's the passenger current? Yeah, you have to do three takeoffs and landings within the last... Pfft, like month or three months whatever before you can take passengers as someone who has flown with nikki it's not that bad of an experience thanks for that <laughs> review i'm kidding i mean well usually it was you and your ex you know flying together which i you know i usually did the but flying, i'm also such a pansy when it comes to small airplanes it's like a little bit of turbulence or something starts beeping and i'm like freaking the fuck out yeah i can't control the turbulence that's, I know it's true. It's just, I remember, you know, sometimes like the, you know, it got pretty bad and you know, y'all are over there like, da, 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 everything's fine, you know, just press the button and then I'm over here like, oh my God. So anyway, so go watch Top Gun Maverick purely because it was a great they're movie. They're not paying us to say this. Yeah, they're not I wish us. they were. Yeah, but it was a great movie. I loved it. I actually want to go see it again, but my dude and I, I think we're going to go watch Jurassic Park, which comes out this Friday, but like i'm down to watch the movie again i just don't i don't want to wait until it's like out of theaters like i kind of want to go watch it again in theaters yeah the abs on the big screen really important miles teller (laughs) i mean everyone in the like the entire cast could get it but uh, just specifically (laughs) miles teller one thing that i did find funny about the movie i don't know what y'all know about airplanes or like you know navy captains or anything now navy captains make pretty decent money but like it shows him in the movie with like polishing his p-51 which is like a warbird airplane if and if any of you know anyways and then at the end he's you're like, gonna have to assume none of us know so okay. please explain okay every airplane you talk about gotcha a p-51 is a old style warbird bird. I think it's from World War II. Anyways, that they used to use for like dogfighting and whatnot. These airplanes are expensive as fuck to buy. And don't get me wrong. Captains in the Navy, especially when they don't have kids or, you know wives probably make a decent living. But I'm sitting there like, can they really afford a P-51 in a massive hanger? That hanger that he kept it in was huge. Anyways, I was laughing at that. But moving on from Top Gun, which like again, I said recommend. No, let's move on to other movies you should see. One of them being The Valet on Hulu. Super cute. Hulu liked my comment that i made on on twitter Twitter. um, about that movie but it is a movie about platonic love people and that's what i love i don't know how many other movies there are out there about platonic love now of course i don't watch a lot of television it takes a lot for me to like try to like actually like get into a show unless it's vikings if it's anything to do with vikings i will jump ship i mean i will jump (laughs) (laughs) sorry I will jump into the ship, no pun intended, but (laughs) I'm just picturing you (laughs) launching yourself overboard as soon as a Viking comes into view. Viking shows, I absolutely love. I will watch all of them, except for the one that was the satire show. I can't remember the name of it, but I just, I could not stand it. Anyways, I love Viking shows, but besides that, it takes a lot for me to like watch TV and sit down and watch TV, so... We watched The Valley the other day on Hulu with our mother and I thought it was the cutest movie on platonic love. I know because I like that they, well, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but I like that it didn't turn into a romantic relationship. No, exactly. But it did turn into a really nice, healthy friendship between a man and a woman. And I think that was so beautiful. So good job, Hulu. Yeah. For doing the Lord's I work. feel like we need more movies on platonic love. Yeah. You know, like- Show me two women, best friends, you know, that end up living together, you know, something like that. Maybe I don't they adopt know. a kid. Is there a movie already like that that sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know. anyways, but anyway, I mean, but I but I also do like it when it is portraying the opposite sex because I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but I personally do think that you can have best friends that are of the opposite sex without them having to be in a different orientation than you like sexually does that mean does that make sense yeah, yeah like not a like a straight man and a straight woman that are just friends yeah they can be exactly yeah. so you know you don't have to i think f- the key there is like the absence of sexual desire exactly anyway so also it was a very cute movie worth watching yeah all right there there was our weekly movie review actually it's not weekly we just happen to like those movies another thing i wanted to talk about i don't know how many of y'all are on Tiki Talkie. Oh, that's what I call TikTok. But there was the Mormon mom talk drama. Oh, okay. I did not get did you? too much into that. Okay, so let me explain it to I you. I find it so stupid. Let me explain it to you and our listeners at the same time. So here's the tea. Listen up, besties. Um, did you do a deep dive? I did kind of. I did a, enough of a deep dive to understand what happened. Okay, let's okay. hear it. So there was this group of like Mormon moms on TikTok doing like, well, essentially TikToks. Anyways, you know, they did like dancing trends. They did like all kinds of stuff. And they're all- Well, and they also like, they would do like- ones where it's like oh these are my two daughters and it's like three women that look the exact same each so i'm like there's no freaking way that you know yeah, so that, they was the, like, that was the one girl she always that's what i'm saying she always lied she was always deceptive deceptive thank you there was there was a lot of deception anyways so and they're all beautiful like you know conventionally pretty you know like gorgeous hair lip fillers you know their standard. makeup's always done yeah they're all gorgeous anyways so Apparently what happened was... Didn't they all have like a pack that they could all sleep with each other's no, no, no. Okay. spouses as so, long as they're in the room? From my understanding was the main girl her name's like taylor frankie paul something like that no we don't even give her clout anyways the main girl she went live saying that like she was getting a divorce and then at that time she chose to like air out everyone's dirty laundry and basically saying that they were they were all like swingers together but it was like soft swinging so like no penetration so like they would fool around with each other's husbands and wives right but no penetration But what happened was apparently the main girl and another husband took it too far and went ahead and had sex, or did more than what was agreed upon. So then the rest of the group. Side note: That's a great segue into today's topic. I know, right? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so (laughs) what you did there because we didn't even write an outline. Uh, Yeah, I know. So the group got upset, obviously, like the husband of the main girl got upset anyways so then they were getting a divorce and then the other couple was getting a divorce and so like basically she was saying that like they were all a group of soft swingers and it went too far and that's why it was ending and then the rest of them came on and were like we're not swingers no that was not it like she went and cheated on her husband and they were all like trying to remove themselves from the narrative that they were swingers And all I'm going to say is, you know, because it was really juicy and it was kind of entertaining for like a day to like go, you know, see through everything. You know, people really love to watch others' lives just fall completely apart so we can feel better about ourselves. That wasn't the case for me. I was more so trying to figure out if they were actually swingers because I just know. I just know here they are. Like, here's the main girl, you know, Mormon, Utah. She's already posted a lot of stuff about like her unconventional views on monogamy, which nothing wrong with that fully support it. But, you know, like, were they actually swingers or was she just using that excuse? Because now the entire swingers community is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, thank you. Now you lumped us with a bunch of people that, you know, are they cheating or are they swinging? Like we are, we've already faced that. We already faced that question enough in the community or, you know, from the monogamous side of things. So, and I remember I saw like, as I was watching through all of this, I saw a TikTok where a guy, he was like, he was like the number one way to blow up your marriage. He was like, become swingers. Every marriage that I've seen where they opened up to become swingers or non-monogamous or whatever, he was like, they all end so, if that if you want to destroy your marriage, like open it up and swing it. And I'm like, okay, dude, you're clearly not understanding that probably swinging and non-monogamy was not the root cause there. There was an incompatibility that non-monogamy or swinging to or light. there was there was a cross of boundaries or there was a cross of boundaries and it, that was not negotiated upon. that was not negotiated like in this case possibly we don't know it, it was it's really hard to tell what actually happened but like one girl said this and the other girl said this so it's, you're just like who said who all i know is the main girl was deceptive consistently on social media so for her to be like we're all swingers i'm like hmm are you though are you though But I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know any of them personally, and I barely watch their TikToks. Like I have no idea. They all seem a little for me to want to know them personally. Yeah, and Um, I don't don't follow them. But anyways, so it just. I, I guess it made me upset that now again, you know, it shed a bad light on swingers, because there are a lot of people and a lot of people that I know that practice swinging, in you know a very positive healthy way and you know have have made it really successful for their relationships and now here's the entire internet or TikTok I should say shitting on swinging because one girl decided to blame the end of her marriage on it when really it's not even the cause it's that she went too far she crossed boundaries which supposedly. i mean supposedly yeah which is a great segue into our episode today what is cheating Well, before we get into the topic of like the definition or, you know, cheating and those kind of things, I mean, there, another post came up on, on Instagram. Oh, I've seen so much on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram too, there was like a, Dr. Zana had posted about how like, you know, we should recognize that cheaters are are non-monogamists and you know, that that's how we're going to fix like the issue or the, I don't think that's the exact wording she used. Anyways. Well, do you want to pull it up? Hold on. Anyway, but it had to do with like how that's like if we if we view it that way, that's how we're gonna like fix the the thing about cheating. I think the the caption was better than the post. The post, the way she Oh, she said, acknowledging that infidelity is a form of non monogamy is the first step toward curing our society of it. And then in the caption she said We can't solve a problem we don't understand. Non-monogamy is the desire of wanting multiple partners or the behavior of having multiple partners. Non-monogamous desires can be indulged in ways that are negotiated with existing partners, such as swinging, polyamory, non-monogamous, whatever, or in ways that are not negotiated with existing partners. Infidelity. Non-monogamous desires are not the only motivating or contributing factor to infidelity, but in the vast majority of infidelity cases, they are the primary and most fundamental factor. Any attempt to address the issue of infidelity on an individual or broader societal level will have to be rooted in the acknowledgement of this reality. So what I disagree with here is that like infidelity can happen in both like non-monogamous and monogamous relationships. Like, for example, in that TikTok group, if they really were swingers, but they were soft swingers with certain negotiations and she crossed a boundary by having sex with the guy then that's infidelity in a form of Uh non-monogamy. So I don't think infidelity in a monogamous agreement should be viewed as non-monogamy. Yeah, that's like my personal view on it. And I think that's a good take. I see what she's trying to say. I just, I don't think the execution of it was done very well because you can't just be like, oh, you're, you know, choosing to cheat. That means that you have non-monogamous desires or that means that you're non-monogamous. It's like, no, it, you might just be monogamous, but you didn't you, like how your person was treating you right now, or, or you had an unmet need. Yeah, or you had an unmet need, and you went and sought it elsewhere because you were tired of that person. But yeah. you didn't, you didn't know how to communicate. It always comes down to communication and negotiation, negotiation and boundaries. Every single time, always yeah. comes down to that. It's like it doesn't matter whether you're monogamous or non-monogamous. It's like you can't look at a cheater. I mean, well, I don't even want to be the word cheater. You can't look at a person who has cheated on someone, you know, let's say they're in a relationship and then, you know, they decide to, you know, have an affair, cheat, whatever. And then all of a sudden that makes them non-monogamous. No, it's like, what? No. What if they just had this connection with this one person, but they were too afraid to leave the other person and they're like, oh, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. Instead of and then that. they go be monogamous with the other person. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that because you're in, because you commit infidelity that it suddenly means you're non-monogamous. Maybe for some people, yeah. Maybe for some people, they just need to acknowledge the fact that like, hey, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not totally monogamous, but I think majority of the time, it's probably that there were unmet needs and it, in the relationship. And so there, there was, was a one. lack of communication and negotiation and that it didn't happen. And then they had an affair and then, you know, everything blew up. And I don't think that we need to like look down on cheaters. Everybody has probably cheated in some way, shape, or form at one point. I cheated on my boyfriend in high school when I was like 16 because I didn't know how to tell him that I liked the other guy more. So then I just, you know, the opportunity arose at a party for me to sleep with the other guy and I did. And then can't remember how the relationship ended but regardless you know i mean it was because i was 16 and i didn't know how to communicate hey i don't want to break up i love you i don't want to break up with you but i like this other guy anyways so and And that's not necessarily non-monogamy no no and you liking someone else is not necessarily non-monogamy yeah and so and i mean i've been cheated on too and i don't think it's because those people were non-monogamous well This was all when I was, like, 17, 18. So, like, you know, we're all just kids. But regardless, like, just because you you do have an affair doesn't mean you're non-monogamous by nature. So that's why, like, her post, I, I understand what she's trying to say. I understand that there's, like, there's a viewpoint there that, you know... Um, some people who do cheat are non-monogamous are non-monogamous yes. and they just haven't accepted it. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's everybody's situation. Yeah, it's very situation. It, it did really have me thinking on like, uh, I will say her, her posts are thought provoking, which I really like. Yep. And it did have me really thinking about like cheating in both monogamous and non-monogamous relationships. Because like I said, back to that TikTok, her crossing the boundary and sleeping with a guy, like that's cheating in or infidelity in a non-monogamous structure, even if it is just soft swinging, you know? So... It had me thinking about like my definition of cheating. It also had me thinking about like, you know, I, in the comment that I wrote, I'm, I had said that like, you know, a lot of us when it comes to non-monogamy, we put a lot of work into learning how to communicate and our, our desires, learning how to express our boundaries, how to, you know, find relationships that allow for a non-monogamous structure in, in an honest way for someone else to be like people that commit infidelity are non-monogamists, And then here I am saying I'm a non-monogamous. Like, why do I have to get grouped with someone that hasn't done the work to get themselves to a place where they can be honest about their desires, no matter what their orientation may be, monogamous or non-monogamous? That's what I didn't like. And I told her, I'm like, I don't don't like being grouped with cheaters. And then I realized later, I'm like, I don't want to say that I don't want to be grouped with cheaters as if that's like a bad thing from the sense that they're like, they're not the scum of the earth. I don't, people that commit infidelity are just people that made a mistake and committed infidelity, but that doesn't mean that they're like the worst of the worst. There are far worse people on the planet. So I I do think our reaction sometimes to cheating gets a little bit, you know, yeah, someone, uh, I remember someone had commented on our story saying, you know, a lot of the times cheating does get overblown and it does. Yeah, like, I, mean, I feel like you know, especially you know, the, the way society has shaped everything. It's like, oh, you must be married, and you must be monogamous, yeah, and you must only have eyes for one person. And you know, as soon as you marry, you're never going to find anyone else attractive again. Yeah, and then you know, your you know, your partner texts someone or kisses someone, and all of a sudden, it's like this huge deal, and end of like, the world. It hurts. Yes, it does hurt. I mean, yeah, and it sucks. Yes but it, it doesn't make someone a terrible person. I think it just means that someone made a mistake and they didn't, they couldn't communicate with you properly. Yeah. Well, and I saw shrimp teeth did, um, a really good post on, on that, uh, that I was reading earlier today. I think she posted it today. And what did she, what did she say? I haven't seen the post, but I, I do like shrimp Teeth's stuff. She's got good content. She said, cheating is more complicated than most people are willing to accept. Culturally, we remove the nuances of infidelity by insisting on a good slash bad narrative rather than trying to understand the conditions that led to cheating. Vilifying cheating doesn't create honest conditions. She said a lot more in that post. And then in the caption, she put, I cheated because I was gay and polyam and didn't know about either at the time, but knew I wasn't getting what I needed from one boyfriend. I don't think cheating was fair to the people I was with. However, I'd be lying if I said I didn't regret it. I don't think I would have realized what I actually wanted and needed in relationships if I hadn't cheated. It's sloppy to admit the decisions that hurt other people were good for us. Oh, that's great. And she she kept saying more. And I, I like that she said, it's sloppy to admit that decisions that hurt others were good for us. Except I do want to say, I don't think it's sloppy. I think it's just the reality of the situation. And the Some, human experience. And the human experience. Sometimes you will have to make a decision for yourself that will hurt others and And that'll be be the best decision it might it might not you know it might hurt for everybody involved and it might not be the best decision but it also might be a really good decision you know right like it just depends so and you know when we talk about cheating it's like i feel like it's so it like i'll give this example you know when my ex-fiancé cheated on me i knew exactly why he did it No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I knew every single reason. I had moved away. We were states away. He was alone. He wanted me home and he was probably really horny. He had a sex drive, a really high sex drive. And he is a person that really needs connection and someone with him, like to derive off of when it, you know, comes from like energy and cuddling and all that, right? So I knew exactly why he cheated on me and I completely understood. And yeah, I mean, it hurt my ego big time. Like my ego was like, what the fuck? But like my rational side was like, well, I get this. And I had told him, I was like, if you had just told me, like I would have understood That you had needs that needed to be met. But I didn't think that he was like the scum on earth for doing that. Like, yeah, I I got mad and, you know, all that. But I was very understanding. Like, I, I, you know, I helped him in many different ways during our breakup. Like, trying to be there as a friend regardless. So, I mean, but everybody's going to have a different definition of cheating. No, And I mean, honestly, like, I honestly, some days I still have to think about what mine is. Yep. You know, I think because obviously I'm non-monogamous and I'm pretty liberal with my views on relationships. I think for me, cheating would basically just be like if someone lied in a way about like a relationship. If they slept with someone and didn't tell me, like, I don't, that doesn't bother me. But if they hid that they slept with that person for whatever reason, then I might be like, then, I, then I'd probably be upset. What but, do you mean hid? Like if I was like, oh, did you like, let's say they went on a date and I'm like, oh, did you sleep with them? And they're like, nope. And then they did. Like, I'd be uh. like, I'd be upset about that, mm. you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I, that That's still something that's still kind of a work in progress for me. I think where people really struggle with cheating is that it is, it does hurt your ego. You know, it does make you feel less than. A lot of times we internalize it as like, oh, it means there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not hot enough, I'm not good in bed, whatever, like all those things. So, and we compare ourselves to the person. Um, But in reality, in a way, you know, we probably weren't meeting our partner's needs and our partner didn't communicate that. And so like, even though like, I understand like cheating is often, you know, people all the time, they're like, don't take it personally. Like, it's not because of you, it's, you know, something within them. Yes, they couldn't communicate that you didn't meet their need. So like that, it can be a little tough. Or to it could have been you, but they just didn't know how to tell you. Yeah, but so I think and then does that people, go back on them? And then you're like, eh, well. yeah. So I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, like it, it is on them because they didn't communicate, and you know, it's a little bit of a cowardice move to not communicate. But at the same time, you probably weren't meeting their needs, you know, in in a way. So I, I don't think we should like internalize it as like, oh, our looks, or oh, our worth, or oh, our value. No, I don't think those things are you know like the causes of cheating but in a way we weren't giving our partners what they needed and and they didn't know how to communicate it and that led to the problem of cheating sometimes there's going to be incompatibility that too and you don't want to oh well, i don't know that's what i'm saying like you know when it comes to like you know maybe you're not meeting the need of, a need of your partner it's like sometimes there is that incompatibility and you don't know how to you don't know how to voice it, or you don't know that you want to face it because you have the fear of losing that person. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you know when it's a big incompatibility, or you know when it's an important thing to you, then you know it's just gonna keep poking until it ruptures. Yeah, I know. I just I just really hate the narrative that like you know infidelity means that it, you're non monogamous. Non monogamous. Like I I think infidelity. Like I said, it can happen on both sides. It just means there was a lack of communication and there was a lack of needs being met. I don't know, but it doesn't, to me, I don't think it should be grouped with non-monogamy. I would agree with that. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I mean, take for example, you know, especially like when you're younger, ego does have a lot to do with it. You're younger, your partner cheats on you. You definitely internalize that and think it's all you. But then also like some people consider, for example, like watching porn cheating as cheating i will never agree with those people i'm sorry i don't understand it i don't understand why porn is cheating now if they're choosing porn over you like consistently maybe then i don't know if i would consider that cheating but i would consider that a problem yeah i, I don't think that i don't hal- know that that's cheating because i mean uh, yeah or I agree. is that it, like that's like watching a movie that's like saying someone's choosing golfing over you every time that's not cheating I that's agree. just a problem i think yeah now if it's like paying you know maybe they're paying a sex worker to like a cam girl or maybe you know on OnlyFans they have a bunch of subscriptions like if you don't agree on that like maybe that would be a form of cheating And they hid it from you yeah maybe, but every, that's what I'm saying is like, you really have to like sit down with your partner and be like, I think you giving your number to someone at a bar is cheating Yeah, and be very clear about it. Yeah. Or but but that's the thing. Like, even when I was monogamous, like if my, maybe this is how I should have known, I was always non-monogamous, you know, like when I was monogamous, there were things that like, you know, if he did, I'd be like, that's not cheating to me. Yeah. Whereas like but, I, but yeah, I, everyone's definition of cheating is going to vary. And I think that's one of those things where like we all, instead of taking society's blueprint of if they are looking at someone else or if they're having it, yeah, thoughts, if they're not 1000% monogamous to you, that's cheating. I I, I think instead we got to be like, you know what, what is what? is cheating to me and then tell that to our partner. So then they know, Oh, okay. So, you know, it's fine if I go to a bar and like talk to a girl, but then, you know, if I give her my number, then that's cheating, you know, depends. But to some people it might not be, you know, everyone does it differently. I'll never forget the first time that I was cheated on was in high school. I think I was 17. We were on our way to homecoming and my boyfriend at the time was driving and I look on his phone and I see that his ex had texted him. And I was like, why is he talking to his ex? He was right next to me. And I started reading like at least enough of the messages to see what was going on. And I got so pissed. But that we didn't actually go to homecoming that night. Remember? I think instead we went to our friend's like ranch and had like a... Anyways, it was still a shit show of a night. I have no recollection of this. I got... Well, you weren't in the car. It was our other friend. It was Jessica and her dude at the time. Yeah, they were in the car. And so they saw me like blow up at him. I threw his phone. I was like screaming. I was so pissed. But I was. it was mainly because like, I felt like I was made a fool that he lied to me. See, when my- And then the things he was saying about me to his ex, I was like, nah, dude, we're done. My ex-fiance, when he cheated on me, I'll be honest, like, yes, my ego was hurt. But at the same time, like I said, I understood. The only reason I kind of like blew up about it at the beginning- Was because I knew that if the tables had been turned, like he would have cheated. Yeah. If I had cheated, he would have lost his shit. So I kind of was like, okay, you know what? I don't think this is that big of a deal, but I want him to realize that like there was just a lot of hypocrisy when it came to his and I's relationship throughout the years. So I kind of wanted to like help him see that in a way, if -hmm. that makes sense. Just because I did think that was something big that he needed to work on. Funny enough, the current partnership that I have, he and I have had a very like on and off like relationship. So sometimes things would happen and he would constitute it as cheating when we weren't really together, which very much confused me. And then made some of some of the things made me look like a hypocrite. So I actually had to do a lot of thinking about that. I was like, was this actually like, you know, but then it in my mind it all was like, no, it all just came down to like, we didn't have the proper communication. So well, I feel like- Well, that's what I was gonna say. Y'all never negotiated anything. Yeah, we, we never negotiated. So I feel like we've, we finally started to do that more. Cause the last thing that I wanna do Or that I want to be in a relationship is be a hypocrite or a liar. I don't want to do that. I'm on that journey too. And because I've not, you know, I none of us have ever been perfect in relationships. There are times that I've lied in relationships and I'm like, I don't, I don't ever want to lie again. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's hard to come to terms with your truth, your truth sometimes. Yeah. Because you got to accept it yourself first. Like I said, yeah, you have to accept it yourself. You also like... Especially like if you're trying to live one truth while trying to make it work with someone else where that truth would not be able to sustain, then, you know, incompatibility. And then shit happens. Problems arise. You know, the thing you were saying about your your guy and you, how y'all never like communicated or negotiated, I guess that makes me wonder, like, how can you classify it as cheating if y'all never have the discussion of negotiation or communication about like your own personal views on cheating well and that's why i stand by you should never live off of assumptions yeah because that's when you know that's what i'm saying if you assume i'm like if you are be like you know what i'm i'm not gonna do this because i think it'll make the other person happy like if you assume that and then they don't know that and then they do it to you and then you're like what the fuck why didn't you talk about it right so and i'm not talking about like my dude and i specifically i'm just talking like no in general yeah I get in, it. in general you know because i've had that happen before in, in previous relationships where it's like something was assumed but never spoken and i don't think that's the way that it should be yeah. like i said when it when it comes to your definitions of certain things i.e cheating your boundaries like those things should be in a clear like clear, clear sentence that you tell your person right from the beginning. Yeah. And then you will be one step closer to not having, you know. I guess I get upset when people like accuse others of doing things when there was nothing negotiated or say, for example, you know, right now in my most consistent relationship, we'll call it that, him and I... Have never agreed to anything beyond friends with benefits. We never agreed to monogamy. We've never agreed to any sort of structure of a relationship, whatever. Like, you know, say I went on a date with someone else and then he's like, what the hell? Like, you cheated on me, you bitch, whatever. And it's like, I, I would be upset if someone, or like, if someone did that to someone else, like, I would be upset if someone would be like, would accuse that person of doing something bad when it's like, in reality, you never negotiated that. There was nothing that was discussed. Like you assumed something on their part and then that happens. I've seen that happen in relation, like like with friends before. And that's why when you do enter a structured relationship, you should discuss that too. So you can understand what that means. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely take the approach of, okay, well, if we're going into a relationship, like this is what I, these are my boundaries. This is what I would like to happen, and then, you know, go from there. It was a lot of really interesting... It was a good I've conversation. Just, it was yeah, good conversation. I've just seen a lot come up about cheating lately, which, funny enough, like, I wanted to do an episode on 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 cheating after we spoke uh, we were on Broke girl therapies podcast and we lightly touched on the subject especially because so many people consider porn cheating
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you know i definitely looked at that and i was like well i think it's an important episode to to discuss there's no way to define cheating cheating is gonna be you it's know, gonna look different for everyone it's gonna look different for everyone it's just gonna depend on the person the relationship the dynamic everything yeah, and I think it's important to remember that because I mean, yeah, when you, when you can, when you look at any sort of relationship, like where do the, all the problems stem from? Lack, lack of communication. Lack of communication. Crossing boundaries and unmet needs. Yep. So uh. that's just my take on it. Uh, but I, 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 liked what Shrimp Teeth had to say. I definitely think she made an insightful post about cheating. Yeah, um, I mean, I was that proud I would of definitely if- check out. You know. I wasn't proud of the time that I, you know, or the times that I wasn't totally, you know, honest in relationships. I remember like right before I met my husband, I was like casually dating a guy and then I met my husband and then him and I started dating. But like there was no communication between those two that it was like kind of a gray area, you know? And so like I look back and like I always want to make sure that I, I always want to make sure that like in the future I over communicate if anything to ensure that like i'm on the same page and to ensure that everyone understands like in the relationship like where we are essentially but because i i think about those times and i'm like you know did i cheat on that guy to start with you know to start dating my husband but him and i didn't really have like a you know what i mean so it's like there was no communication so it's like how how do you how do you classify what was what i i will say when it came to like for example my high school sweetheart I don't remember how this transpired completely but I do remember with my high school sweetheart that I had met a guy and started kind of like really liking him and you know my my boyfriend him and I were having problems so I had kind of told him that I met someone so there was this gray area where I was seeing that guy while also like trying to see if we could, if I could fix it with my boyfriend, but he knew. So then I was like, was that cheating or no? Cause he kind of knew about it. But I guess in the, in that sense, like it depends on the other person's definition of cheating. Yeah i didn't know and again if like if there are assumptions being made then yeah it's just it's a hard topic and and i think that's why like you know i'm not saying that we need to excuse infidelity by any means we don't but at the same time like cut people some slack if things weren't totally communicated negotiated and discussed because you know like if you're making assumptions they're making assumptions like all these things and and none of you ever talk about it and then something happens and you know something goes wrong like and sometimes it's hard to get your truth out yeah you can't blame the other person and be like you're a shitty person because you hurt me when in reality like it just wasn't handled properly probably on both sides on both sides yeah so and that might hurt the ego but it's gonna be okay yeah all i know is like i i've definitely scouts on her I've definitely been on a journey to like make sure that like I'm always honest. I started that journey. Yeah. Yeah. With my therapist. She had me do an exercise where I looked at a bunch of list of values and I had to pick out like the top five values that were like the most important to me. And she was like, okay, well, you know, when you feel best, you're in these values. So who makes you feel your best? you know, because you're in these values, like who that. is reciprocating those values back to you. So that's an interesting exercise to do. I need to get the link of like the PDF that she had me look at for like all the list of the values. Cause it was like a certain author had written it, but I thought that was a very good exercise to do. Yeah. So I mean, if in I'm in a partnership way. with someone in which, you know, let's say cheating happens, I would want to sit down and like figure out why. Yeah. I'd be like, let's what went talk wrong. about it. What, what went, went wrong. wrong? Put my emotions like, yeah, you know, let me, you know, have my moment for two minutes. But then it's like, let's let's get down to the root of the cause. And then, you know, from there, you kind of decide, OK, are we moving this way or that way? Yeah. I would definitely want to know, like, why? What needs? I wasn't meeting of theirs that caused them to do that. But I still I still need to think about like what my definition of cheating is because I'm not quite totally sure what it is still. Maybe I'll ask my therapist about it. I need to think more fully on mine. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on social media. at Also, rate the pod. Rate the podcast. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, give us some. If you have a five star review that you really want to give us, like go do it, it on spotify yeah. yeah go do it on spotify or apple Podcasts. um please some throw us a review but yes Give go check out double for all relevant links our patreon is on there patreon has been getting like all of my really it's become like my little journal i keep giving That's them true. stories like from my past or whatever where i like really vulnerable moments it's it's really cute yes we're just a few episodes away from our july break don't forget but anyways sis is a little tired you know (laughs) um no this (laughs) This has been been a great season honestly yeah i think this season has been (laughs) been my favorite thus far out of the two yeah so (laughs) yeah Season three will commence in, I think, the second week of August, something like that. We still have a few more episodes left of this one. If you have any suggestions, you know, comments you want to throw our way, always feel free to fill out the form on our website. Yeah. Go watch Top Gun. Kami's got to go to therapy, so we'll see you later. Bye. Yep. Wear condoms. Love you. Bye. Bye.